Hey guys, what's up? What's up? It's your girl Erica Nicole, your favorite podcaster, obviously, right? Podcaster of the year. I've been nominated and now I'm a finalist. Guys, we are recording episode 91. We are live in my living room slash studio with one of my friends and business partners, mentor, you name it. She has been a lot to me over the years. But before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys really quick because your girl has been nominated again for podcaster of the year. Is that not crazy? I love what I do. And I'm so grateful that you guys keep putting my name out there. God is opening some major doors. So be looking on the email, on the website, in the in the on all the social media platforms where we are going to be um putting it out there for you guys to vote. So I'm excited about that. I even think I'm gonna put a little merch out about the podcast. I mean why not? Right? The girl got a gift to gab. You might as well use the gift to gab. But guys, I am not going to even play around any longer because I'm so excited. I've been telling her, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And today, <laughs> I'm like, we are going to do it. I see y'all are popping on. We are live on YouTube. We are live over on Wake Break Shine uh, Media, as well as on my personal page. Guys, share, like, comment, get in the comments and talk to us. Um, I have with me today, Carla Smith. RN LPCC, right? That means she is on her way to being an LPC on top of all of this. She is a nursepreneur and so much more. So you see the title. She is not just a nurse. When I tell you she is an advocate, she is an advocate inside of the medical field, but as well as in the community of Oklahoma. And I think it's very important that we have some of the conversations we're going to have today. She is a mental health advocate, right? She is an advocate for women health, especially being a black woman and she speaks so loud she's doing some dynamic things in oklahoma and as a nurse myself y'all know 24 years last month i am super excited so miss carla smith how are you this evening oh i'm doing well i'm excited i'm happy we were finally able to get this finally. done we have been talking about this for so long um and so i'm just excited uh to be doing this so i, I believe the message is there it needs to be said and you know more than a nurse more than, than a nurse. nurse. We are more than a nurse. So that's what I'm I happy love. To be, I'm happy to be sharing this message. Absolutely, because we can be so much more. And even if you are a nurse, right? Mm -hmm. If you're nursing and you're just in the clinical setting, mm -hmm. you're still more than a nurse. Right. When I was clinically, I was a social worker. I was a mama. I was the, you know, a home. case manager. You know, like you said, you're doing social work. We're doing logistics. So like we are making things work that, you know, we're making something out of nothing. Absolutely. So, Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely so, okay. I don't even know where to start. I want to give them a little background, right? Mm -hmm. On how you even, how you how you navigated to your nursing career. Mm -hmm. I know you tell a story in the anthology that you wrote a long mm -hmm. time ago when you became an author. So I'll give them a little bit of that okay. because I think it just, it will inspire so many mm -hmm. hearing your story. I know I was inspired when I heard it. Okay. So give them a little bit of that and then we're going to give them a whole lot of something else. <laughs> Okay, so kind of how this all started for me is I, I've always, you know, even in high school, that was just my, that was my goal was to be a nurse. I wanted to be in, a, in the nursing profession, in the nursing field. Well, you know, you know, like everyone else, um, life happens. So I ended up um, having a baby at 18, single mom. Uh, even with that, my mom pushed me. She said, you know, you're still going to school. You're still going to college. So I ended up going to college and um, uh, getting my sociology degree. And even after I graduated my sociology degree, I went on to corporate America, mm. which I thought that's where I wanted to be. 
No, it is not. So uh, I was in corporate America for like five and a half years and nursing was always pulling at my heartstrings. So I ended up like selling my house, going, you know, moving away, going to, you know, going to school, you know, to be to pursue nursing. Um, And I ended up going to uh, Francis Total and receiving my LPN. Oh, wow. Uh, So I did CNA in high school. Then I ended up uh, pursuing my LPN from Francis Total. And then after I received my LPN, I wanted to keep on going. So I went to Rose State and received my associate degree. And I still wasn't satisfied with that. So I went back, went back and got my BSN uh, from Oklahoma Panhandle State. And I still wasn't satisfied with that. So I ended up... Um, uh, so I ended up going to... Uh, in, just in working as being a nurse. Mm-hmm. Mental health also pulled at my heartstrings because I wanted to do more. I was working inpatient in mental health and I wanted to do more. So I ended up go, uh, going to uh, Southern Nazarene oh, wow. and receiving my master's in uh, uh, professional counseling and counseling. And so uh, I did that. And so I felt there was still more to do. So I was like, what else can I do? You know, so I want I, I started to uh, program at Maryville University to be a mental health nurse practitioner. And so um, because I wanted to I truly believe that mental health and physical health like go hand in hand. And they do. And if you are not mentally healthy, you mm. cannot be physically healthy and vice versa. So medications play a role. I wanted to be able to prescribe meds and also be, you know, work therapist role if I had to. And then just marry all that mental and physical together. And so I, I believe that's where people um, receive the best result. Yeah. Is when you have continuity, continuity of care and you, you can, you know, use those two together. So I that's kind of how it all I think it's most important, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably I tell people all the time I'm probably the biggest anti-medicine nurse there is because medicine just oh, we want to quickly put a prescription right. on it, I but agree. we have not dealt with the whole mm-hmm. person. So I love, love, love that. And y'all, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, mm-hmm. she left some key points out of her story, but that just means you gotta buy the book because <laughs> in her first anthology, she mm-hmm. tells all the tea. And y'all don't know, her mom is in studio with us. So she is getting to see her baby live and in living color, right? Telling her story. So I know it's pulling on Mama Strings. I look over there, she got this big old Kool-Aid smile. But she should, right? Because when you have a baby young, I remember I was 21, but I was still a statistic. I was a single mom. And I remember going down to DHS. And I had this plan and a lady telling me like, Oh, everybody says that. Mm-hmm. Everybody says they're just going to need us for mm-hmm. X amount of time. And I was so mad at that lady. Mm-hmm. And I remember going back right. in a year and be like, don't you ever tell nobody else that again? Right. Because right. you can dream. And kudos to her mom for mm-hmm. pushing her because I did the same thing with my 16 year old when mm-hmm. she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And now she a nurse. Mm-hmm. So look at that. Mm-hmm. So, Carla, mm-hmm. let's talk about COVID. Because mm-hmm. you were in the front lines. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people say they was in the front lines, but Carla <laughs> was in the front lines. I like, yeah. I didn't think she was going to come back because she was <laughs> out there doing it. So let's talk a little bit about the work you did in COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was there was a call, there was an agency that, you know, put out a call for nurses to come to New York. So if anybody, re- you know, re- uh, remembers, whenever COVID happened, New York was like the epicenter. That was like, 
you know, people were just afraid. You know, I, I was afraid. Everyone mm -hmm. was afraid of like New York because New York people were dying like left and right. Um, they were calling for nurses. They needed they didn't have enough help. And so and I oh my gosh, I've, I've never really like talked about this. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. So um, Take I, your I time. Tears, it's OK. Take your time. Um, and so New York was the epicenter. That was like where most of the you know, everything was happening in New York. And so they put out a call. They needed nurses. And so I, I just answered the call. Like I felt like I was supposed to be there. Like when in your when in your nursing career do you ever get to experience a pandemic? Yeah. You know, and so regardless of what they say about, you know, money or anything like that, I felt like I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to be helping. I was supposed to be saving lives. That was where I was supposed to be. And so I answered the call. Um, they said, can you be there tomorrow? Um, I said, yes. So I booked my flight. I landed. I landed the next day. Um, and so, it, you know, I ended up doing a whole six month tour. I did two months in New York, four months in Texas. Uh, but New York will always have my heart because when I got there, we, we, when we walked into that hospital, you have probably 50, 60 nurses in black walking into a hospital to help, you know, take over where the, you know, core staff were, you know, were tired. They were, they were just exhausted. exhausted. Yeah. And so they needed help. And so when you walk in and the doctors are crying because you're there, the nurses are crying because you're there, um, you really feel, you really felt like, you know, you were serving your purpose, you know? And so, um, and so once we got there, they embraced us. Uh, we got, you know, we ended up, you know, with a little, um, you know, they, it was a little, how can I put this? As far as like equipment goes, mm -hmm. and like masks and all that, all that was true. So there was a time whenever when we first got there, we didn't have what we needed. And so we had to advocate for ourselves. And so I advocated. I'm not going until I get the mask I need. And so once I got all the equipment I needed, the PPE I needed, like I was there. I was there every day. We worked seven days a week, 12 hour shifts. I did that for two months. I think the only time I took off was I think I had a, a gallbladder issue. Um, and that was just because of the, you know, just the, I think the stress. The stress and the eating. And just the eating, all of it, yeah. just kind of eating when you can, you know, that kind of thing. And so I even went to work when I was sick. And they looked mm -hmm. at me and I was like, um, you need to go home. <laughs> you don't look well. You need to go home. And that was the only day I took off was that one day. And so but other than that, I was there. I would walk into my rooms. I would have like full um, head to toe. Like I had a whole suit on, uh, hood, mask, everything. And. Um, I, I just was there. I was present every day. And it wasn't it was not always um, a cakewalk. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw more death than I probably would ever want to see in my life. But um, everyone didn't always die. I'll say that we yeah. did have some people that did live. I did experience some issues where, you know, or some, you know, some, I did have experiences where, you know, people did die. But there were some patients that did, you know, that did survive COVID. And so I would not, I hate the reason why I was there. Yeah. You know, I don't like the reason why I was there. But I do love the fact that I was able there to help and save who I could. And then experience of working with the staff at, you know, in New York. And I still speak to them to this day. Uh, when I went, I went to New York at the uh, beginning of Febu February of last year. And I didn't realize how much it meant to me. I didn't realize how much it had 
weighed on me mm-hmm. until my daughter and I were, we took a subway, we were going to the hospital because I wanted to like speak to my, these people I work with. I was taking a lunch and when we came out of that subway. I like ball, like I just broke down and I didn't realize it was going to affect me like that. But we, that was, that was, um, and, and nurses don't talk about that. That's PTSD, mm-hmm. that's yep. trauma, like. Ooh, I just got the chills. Yes, yes. I mean, so. And like I said, I haven't talked to I haven't talked to anyone. This is like this is an exclusive because I really haven't talked about. Y'all know anymore. I'm good at exclusives. Now. <laughs> Y'all know I've gotten a couple of exclusives so far, but I did not want. I wanted you to understand why Carla was here, mm-hmm. right? First of all, why I opened up my house as the in-home studio, <laughs> but why Carla was here and why I felt it was so important um, to put what this is Oklahoma's own. Like this is Oklahoma's own here because um, I considered her a shero. I didn't go um, because of my my own health battles. I knew I would be putting myself in risk. Mm -hmm. So I held it down here. Mm -hmm. But for her to go and um, like she was a shero to me and she probably has never heard me say that. So I'm saying it out loud. We're not going to get Misty out. But I'm saying it out loud because Mm -hmm. people don't realize, although that was a pandemic, Mm -hmm. nurses work every day putting it all on the line. Mm -hmm. People don't realize what nurses do mm-hmm. and how we do it every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, death is all around us. Mm-hmm. We are, we are, you know, we are subjected to so many different infection, airborne, this mm-hmm. born, that born. And, and we don't get the, the, uh, what am I trying to say? The policies, mm-hmm. the things that we get the medicine until after mm-hmm. it happens. Right. Right. So this what what they did. And it was such a group of them. She's not the only one from Oklahoma. She's not the only one I know from mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Shout out to everybody mm-hmm. that was able to. Mm-hmm. Right. And then those of us that stayed back and still had to get it in mm-hmm. because it was needed and necessary. So I wanted to um put that out there. I just I wanted to touch on that because to me it's so huge and it's so significant. Mm-hmm. And I remember you um quite a lot you sharing it with mm-hmm. us. Right. On your Facebook, step by step in different places, and us mm-hmm. following you, mm-hmm. and people sending stuff and pouring out and sending money and stuff, you know, just whatever was needed. And, and I so, thank everybody for that because that kept me going. Just like you know, receiving the letters, receiving the boxes, receiving the care packages, that like kept me going, you know, so much. And then I never publicly thanked you, but Erica, she is the reason I was able to go because even though when I left, I still had, you know, there were still classes to teach, people were still counting on me, and so Erica. She she stepped in the gap. You stepped in the gap, and you Did were able it. to teach my courses, or just to teach the courses. Period, not mine, but just teach courses, and you know, be here for me when I was I wasn't able to be here for Aww. myself. And so I thank you for that because if hey, if it wasn't for Erica. <laughs> That's sisterhood in nursing. That is sisterhood in nursing. But so she talks about classes. So Mm -hmm. we're going to get on into this nursepreneur hat. Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't for Carla, I would have never stepped out. Mm -hmm. I can honestly say that I have been dabbling in network marketing for years. Mm -hmm. And anybody that knows me, y'all know I'm still big in network marketing. Mm -hmm. I'm one of the top 1% in my company. And I love it. But if it was not for the conversation we had mm-hmm. in my office that day, mm-hmm. yes. um, talking about, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, Carla, mm-hmm. how is it you ain't got no full-time job? <laughs> like, what right. is it that you're, because she didn't have a job. And I was no, like, no. make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Share some, what, what mm-hmm. can I do? Because as an LPN, I had no interest in going back 
mm-hmm. to nursing school. And I mm-hmm. remember you telling me, like, look, girl, do this, mm-hmm. do this, and this, yes. and you can do it. And mm-hmm. May 4th, 2018, I oh, stepped wow. out. Okay. And I have mm-hmm. not been mm-hmm. back. I have not applied for no job. Today I was scrolling Indeed and I was like, why am I on Indeed? Let me get off of here. I know you're not applying for I don't want my damn job. Right. So tell uh-huh. us about your journey mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. clinical nurse, okay. mental health nurse, because you've done it all mm-hmm. now over here in mm-hmm. nurse, but you're still, still in there making a difference, mm-hmm. but now you're opening up and you're leading the way for other nurses mm-hmm. who are tired, mm-hmm. who, are, who know mm-hmm. they are called for more, but mm-hmm. beyond the stethoscope is what I like to call right. it. I might mm-hmm. change the, the name of this. I like that name. I like that. Yes, I think we're gonna change the name of this podcast mm-hmm. to Beyond the Stethoscope. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all happened. Um, if you all do not know, I did own a business uh, called Dynasty. We were open for like five and a half years. It was an adult day center. Um, you know, we ended up having to close at the time. You know, we were. Um, we had several clients. We had um, received Entrepreneur of the Year from Perry Publishing in 2015. Awesome. And so we were booming. Um, but we ended up having to close. And so when we closed, my heart was still in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. My heart was still working with individuals with intellectual disabilities. And so I wanted to make the greatest impact. So when I left there, I went and worked for the state of Oklahoma and it was another nine to five job. And I knew that that was not for me. Like I. <laughs> But I knew that nine to five was not the call and the purpose of my life. Like if those who do it, who have you know, do it. My hands off to you. But and I'm not saying that not having a nine to five is not you know not good. But I'm just saying that there are some people who just know that's just not for them. Mm-hmm. And for me, it just didn't work for me and my purpose. And so um, I worked for the state for maybe a year and a half, and I was like, what can I do? Like I need to be able to figure out a way that I can be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, make my own schedule. And also fulfill my purpose in, you know, in teaching and reaching the most people in reaching the most people, whether it be like just in the state of Oklahoma and abroad um, and also reaching people who work with people with intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. And so for you all that don't know that my mom, she worked with uh, special needs or people with intellectual disabilities like my whole life. And oh, so, wow. I did not know. Yeah, that. She, did. she did. She was a paraprofessional. She worked from the. She followed me from elementary school to high school. And so, like, she would always, you know, pull me into class, help out with Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. And so, at the time, I was like, oh, Of that. course, of you course. Know. That's normal. But then after I graduated high school and, like, lived, you know, lived and, you know, grew some and, and matured, I realized, like, that was where my, you know, one of, one of my passions lies okay. was to be able to advocate for those individuals. And so, um, I just did, did my research. I did my homework. And I was like, well... And for me, I always would ask myself, what do people need to do their jobs? Mm, that's good. Like, what do, what education, what training, what do people need in order to do their jobs? What can they not do? So if they're working somewhere, what do they have to have in order to do their jobs? Like, what's required? And so for me, DDMAT or medication mm-hmm. training, and CP, everybody needs CPR first aid. Like, you know, nurses, people working in daycare, therapists. Like everyone needs CPR first aid. Um, and a lot of time it's required yeah. by agencies like state agencies um, and other agencies that, you know, people, you know, people need those certifications. Mm-hmm. So I found, I found, I tried, and so I researched, I found out how to be an instructor and it just, it just had, you know, went from there and then like word of mouth. Um, and so now I don't even have to advertise. I don't have to, um, 
you know, send out any flyers. It's just word of mouth. People know about my services. They know, you know, how I carry myself and my work speaks for itself. And so. And it does because we stay busy, busy, <laughs> yes, busy. Yes. Mm -hmm. So and that and I think that's amazing because that's how we connected. Um, mm -hmm. I was a QA nurse mm -hmm. for an agency that worked for developmental mm -hmm. uh, individuals mm -hmm. and I needed Carla's assistance. So I pulled mm -hmm. Carla in and we worked, but we was planning and mm -hmm. working and planning. Uh -huh. And then when I stepped out, we just, we both went to a meeting mm -hmm. in uh, Tulsa. I'll never we forget did. that. We did. OSU, OKC in Tulsa mm -hmm. um, with ECU. And they said um, they were, ECU was hiring mm -hmm. for um, contract nurses. Mm -hmm. And so we stepped to talk to Mary right. and we've been rocking with them. Yeah. And then, mm -hmm. you know, there, we saw a greater need. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is there's always a need. Mm -hmm. We say it in network marketing, but I think it's really in life. You find the need and heal it. Right. So you look for the pain point, mm -hmm. right? When it comes to business, that's really what entrepreneurship is about. Mm -hmm. It's finding the pain point and then meeting that need, whether it's CPR, whether it's DD mat, mm -hmm. whether it's um, infection control. Like there's so many OSHA things. training, any of that, you know. Yeah. Um, and I always say like, um, Whenever you're searching for a career and in, and, and in whatever you are you know, doing, even with entrepreneurship, you want people to need you. OK, so you want people to need you. You don't want to need them with any, with any job or any, mm -hmm. anything that you that you pursue. You want to be a person that is uh, in demand. So when you walk into and even as a nurse, if mm -hmm. we walk into a job nowadays, we're not going to be we're not going to an interview. We're going to sit down and they are trying to sell me they're at, trying, this, point, they're at yes. this point they need me they need me as a nurse and so they're trying to you know lay out like i'll put all the perks on the table this is what we can do this is what we can do and it's and it's usually not a an inner like your traditional interview. Mm -hmm. it's not at all it's what not. do we have to do to get you here yes absolutely <laughs> and so that's what i you know that's that's what i like you know i want to be needed i don't want to have to need you know i want you know i want people to be able to you know, I, I love you. it. I, I'm, I'm thankful. I am mm -hmm. so thankful for that conversation because I have so many of our fellow nurses. Mm -hmm. They're like, Erica, how are you doing that? Mm -hmm. How are you making it? And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. You can do this. You can do this. And mm -hmm. that's just really mm -hmm. still in the medical field. Mm -hmm. As a nurse, there's so much more. Right. Because even from that, now I'm a podcast host. Now I'm an author. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm a speaker. Now I'm a trainer. Like it's still so much because mm -hmm. there's so much inside of us. Mm -hmm. Most nurses at the core of us, we care. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. That's the bottom mm -hmm. line to it is we really just care for people. Mm -hmm. So whatever we can do to make your life better mm -hmm. is what we want to do. Right. Now, mm -hmm. with that being said, we're going to go a little deeper because <laughs> Carla got some more stuff going on. Uh -huh. So, Carla, you're a huge advocate mm -hmm. for am. the black nurses, the African-American nurses. I am. I am. So um, mm -hmm. I want to talk about the sorority that you're in because okay. uh -huh. I think that is so major because mm -hmm. I never knew it was out there. And maybe us fe fellow nurses that are watching mm -hmm. do not know that this mm -hmm. is out there for mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. But then tell tell. Talk about everything that's coming up because I'm so excited for Oklahoma. Okay, um, so I am involved in Kaida Phi Nursing Sorority. Uh, we were founded in 1932, and it is a group of Black nurses, male and female. We have nurse practitioners, RNs, 
Um, and we just believe in advocating for the community. Uh, right now, I'm the vice president of, uh, of Upsilon Ada chapter here in Oklahoma City. And um, I was formerly the dean of membership. And so we just took over our largest line. In, well, my I just took over my largest That was line a big line, too. Line. I saw those pictures. There were five of them. Um, and so I'm so uh, excited about that. It included uh, also Dr. Hunter, who is, um, she's out at Langston. She's okay. like the director of nursing uh, there for that program. And so um, I was super excited. And line was special for me. Um, and so I was excited about that. Um, but what I have in store for the black nurses in Oklahoma. Mm, I feel like we need a drum roll. <laughs> I feel like we need a drum roll because this is so amazing. Um, is I have, I, it was, it's just like been on my heart to do this just from like, I even mentioned it when I was in New York, like I wanted to do like something special for the, you know, nurses that were in New York, but I, it, it was bigger. It was bigger than that. I want to do like a, so I'm going, I'm host, I'm hosting a Black Nurses Awards uh, and Gala on October 7, 2023. Uh, I'm still working out the details. I, I have a location, but I have to, you know, tie down one more thing. Mm. So just be looking and checking my page for the full flyer and all the information, but it's going to be all Black everything. Um, we're going to, it's going to be a formal gala. We are going to celebrate celebrate Black nurses, nurse practitioners. Ooh. We're going to celebrate CNAs. We're going to celebrate respiratory therapists. So um, I just want to celebrate everything that we are doing because a lot of times, um, you know, we get left out of some of the mainstream mm -hmm. awards, um, galas, and activities, and all the accolades. And so I want us to be. I want us. I want for us to celebrate. Um, all of us, because we everybody worked through the pandemic. You know, we're all working hard to, uh, you know, be the best nurses we can be. And I just want to, I just want to celebrate that. So we have that on October seventh. Um, and so just be looking and checking out my page, uh, Carla M E D R N on Facebook. And so Carla M E D R R N everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and so I will post more about that uh, soon. That is going to be hot. I don't know. Erica, speak like with Erica Nicole might be doing some live podcasting. Or <laughs> and you are more than welcome. Yes, because so, that is yes. going to be so amazing mm -hmm. because it's time. Mm -hmm. It is time because to me, coming up, nurses, firemen, police, mm -hmm. teachers, those were the real heroes. Mm -hmm. And we see awards for a lot of things, mm -hmm. um, but we don't see this. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's super, super dope. I have a friend um, in Planet Marketing that mm -hmm. is actually in your sorority out mm -hmm. of Chicago. Okay. Uh -huh. So she is one of your um, Sarahs, okay, I guess is what you call it. Yeah. Yes, her name is Lillian. So okay. I have to connect. Lily, I have mm -hmm. to connect you guys. Oh, She's and I did of, not mention. Sorry, I did not, did not mention. So, um, so we'll also have a Black Nurses Cruise in association with in association with the uh, Black Nurses Gala. So uh, whoever wins Nurse of the Year is going to win a free cruise uh, after the gala. And so I'll announce the dates for that too. We're going to do Carnival and it's just going to be a fabulous time. So I'm excited. And y'all know that. it's going to be a party on the cruise, <laughs> like a whole yes. meet and greet uh -huh. and everything. Mm -hmm. So J&E Travel Spot, which is my travel business, mm -hmm. partnering with Carla mm -hmm. and we're going to put that, it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited about that as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So Carla, mm -hmm. what else? Like what, if you've had some advice, mm -hmm to give someone that was mm -hmm. in nursing yet 
knows they are called, they are drawn to do something mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. What could be that nugget that they could leave this podcast with um, and, and start making some moves? Jump. I would say jump. Uh, stop being afraid um, and go with your passion. You know, don't be afraid to step out and and live your dream and jump. And it's not going to be comfortable. It is not going to be comfortable. Mm -mm. Um, but if you want to live your best life and if you want to live out your passion and your dream, you have to sometimes get uncomfortable because and sometimes God will push you uh, in, you know, in a way that you are not comfortable and then he puts you in a position where you're not uncomfortable so that you can reach your full potential. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. You might have to sacrifice some things, um, but but just follow your passion. Go with your gut. Listen to yourself. And, uh, you know, God is on purpose. Mm -hmm. And so you might be going through things right now um, that you, you know, you'd be like, God. What is this? Like, why am I why am I going through these things? You know, I've lost X, this, this and this. or I'm going through these things. But God is on purpose. And so he did not, you know, bring you this far to leave you. So I just say uh, just follow your heart and your passion. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, life is life. In, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Life is life. And so there's never going to be a perfect time. Mm -mm. I mean, through my journey and Carlos, we've mm -hmm. both been caregivers of our parents. We have been through a whole lot in this right. journey. That's another show. That's a whole nother, like. <laughs> that's a whole nother show. I'm telling you, the sandwich generation. Uh -huh. That's yes. a, that's a yes. podcast by mm -hmm. itself. It is. Love y'all. Uh -huh. Y'all a lot. Let me tell y'all something. God love my mama. Right. Woo <laughs> It's easier to be a nurse than to be the kid. Mm -hmm. You to do the I both. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a lot, but I think mm -hmm. it's important because you really just have to do it and the beauty of it all is you're a nurse right right mm -hmm. so right. it all else mm -hmm. go pick up a pr shift a part-time shift the mm -hmm. contract mm -hmm. you can mix and match and do a little bit of everything mm -hmm. so you're a nurse like don't let that hold you back right because that nursing is not going anywhere mm -hmm. Like they told you when you went and got it, you're going to always have and, that another, and that was another reason why, you know, I also wanted to be a nurse is because I did not like the unknown. I did not like not knowing. Like, I did not like going to the doctor with my mom or, you know, my, my grandmother passed away. Like, I was, you know, younger. Mm -hmm. but I did not like the look on my family's faces whenever the doctor was, you know, they would come in. They would, you know, tell them what was going on or try to explain different procedures. And no one knew. Mm -hmm. Like, no one knew about medical tests and blood work and you know, imaging and MRIs and they have this diagnosis and no one knew. And so I don't like that thing. I got to know. Yeah. And so that was another reason why I wanted to be able to, you know, know. I wanted to be able to know and explain things for my mom and you know, my parents and their healthcare journeys. And so I wanted to know. And, that, yeah. and so that's one thing that I had stepped away from nurse consulting at one point a couple of years ago. And I was like, I'm just going to just do teach my classes and, you know, and just, and that was all I was going to do. But I have recently picked back up my, you know, my nurse consulting hat. And so I, I will consult and, you know, help people figure out medications and navigate through the healthcare system because that's something our community needs. And so uh, I definitely have picked that back up again. And since uh, I've done that, I'm also going to be doing a free CPR first aid class uh, June 3rd on for the east side. 
Uh, and we're going to also talk about medications oh, that's and good. why we take what medicines we take and talk about diagnoses and like all the health can, you know, care questions we may have. And so I'm going to be there. I have other nurses there, a nurse practitioner there. And so I just want us, I want us for our, you know, for us as a people to be able to understand this healthcare system. And so, um, Ooh, that's good. And so I'm going to put a plug out for Carla because she probably hasn't <laughs> even thought about this. If you're interested in partnering, if you're interested in sponsoring mm -hmm. yes. the uh, free event on the northeast side of Oklahoma, mm -hmm. being a sponsor um, in the uh, with the cruise, being a sponsor with the event, mm -hmm. now is the time. Get your business out there. Assist if you are in the medical field. Mm -hmm. Like we need your support. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're a nurse and you want to volunteer, reach out. Her information is down there. Mm -hmm. um, we're on my Facebook page. If you didn't get it, inbox me. I'll get you to her. Okay. But um, now is the time. Mm -hmm. Now is the time to start talking about it and start being about it. Mm -hmm. Now is the time to make a difference. And it's so important because um, you, you talk about consulting and I'm finding, I'm finding myself doing that more. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially with it, with I have a lot of friends that have children with autism, mm. you know, that are on the spectrum mm -hmm. and some that are severe and we're dealing with medicines mm -hmm. and different things. And I'm, you know, and mm -hmm. we're, and we're working. I have a friend way in California oh, wow. and we're videoing and we're chatting mm -hmm. and we're talking mm -hmm. and it's needed because somebody has to advocate. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Somebody has to advocate. You got to advocate for yourself right. first mm -hmm. and foremost, mm -hmm. but somebody has to advocate. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important. So kudos to you for picking back up Thank that you. hat. Thank I you. think it's very, very important. Um, mm -hmm. And we need more. Mm -hmm. We need more. It's, it's enough. It's enough work out there. It's yes. enough demand out there for nurses. Um, I know Erica's usually swamped. I'm usually swamped. And so it's enough out there for everybody. And so we don't gatekeep. Um, and so you know, we just we say, come on. That's it, because it's mm -hmm. enough. It's enough for everybody mm -hmm. to eat. It is, and that's it the is. thing. Because mm -hmm. my niche may not be your niche. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I may can't get to the panhandle. You may be in the panhandle. Mm -hmm. Like it's mm -hmm. enough, and this is not just the Oklahoma thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. This is an everywhere thing mm -hmm. because um, I was just talking to a dear friend of mine, and mm -hmm. her daughter went through a very traumatic experience, mm -hmm. and she was very close to losing her daughter. Mm -hmm. Like it was oh, wow. hours. It was the clock was ticking mm -hmm. and luckily she was able to click mom off mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. click into medical mm -hmm. because she is a cna and a mm -hmm. dd mat mm -hmm. and she but she had to advocate right and mm -hmm. she's a very peaceful person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but she had to get right you know and she had to advocate <laughs> right. mm -hmm. and i was like kudos to you mm -hmm. yeah. because if you we i think what people fail to realize is and i say this in all my dd mat classes mm -hmm. the doctors work for us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. we pay right. the insurance, we pay the copay, mm -hmm. and the bill that come to the house later. Right, we mm -hmm. so it's a partnership. And if you have a um, medical professional that is not willing to listen and work for you, mm -hmm. then you have to bring on a consultant. You have mm -hmm. to bring on an advocate mm -hmm. to, to to chart those waters. Mm -hmm. Whether it's finding another doctor, figuring out your insurance, mm -hmm. um, all of that, because there's a lot going on, especially when it comes to our elderly. Mm -hmm. You know, making the people calling them, switching their insurance and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it, it is time. It is time. Yeah. Well, yeah. go ahead. No, I'm just saying like it's our choice. Like, you know, we are if you are the patient, you have a loved one that's a patient. It is your choice who you're hot. You know where they go to the hospital. It's your choice who their doctor is, who their you know specialists are. And if we are not satisfied with the services, you have the option to, you know, to leave, to, mm -hmm. to navigate that to where they can be transferred or get, a, you know, use a new physician. It's your choice. 
you don't have to stay where you don't feel comfortable or you're not being feel you know you don't feel like you're being heard. So a lot of people don't know that. Well, that's just my PCP, and I've been going to him for 15 years. <clears throat> well, if that doctor that you've been going to for 15 years is cannot nail down or um, you know or specify the issue, then mm -hmm. okay, doctor, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. I need, second or third opinion. I need a second, yeah, yes. second, third, fourth opinion, and we're gonna get to the answer because you know they're not the the end all be all. That's not they're not the final say. So, and you got one life, right? You got one life, mm -hmm. right? So, life. and I I tell my doctor this all the time. You know, they say African American people need an African American doctor, and my doctor just happens to be blind hair, blue eyed, mm -hmm. five foot two, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, but she is my partner in this mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, and that's what they need to be. Your 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 primary care physician, nurse practitioner, PA, mm -hmm. they need to be your partner. You need to be partners. This is not just I'm a doctor, that's what I said. Mm -mm. It needs they need to have some bedside manner and they need to be able to work with you on what you feel is best for your health care. I feel yeah. sorry for my doctor because I do tell her <laughs> no more than I tell her yes, but she allows yes. me mm -hmm. that option. She's like, okay, Erica, we're going to give you an idea 30 to 60 days. Yes. And then if it ain't working, yes. we swing it back around. And I'm like, all right, no bad. No, mm -hmm. you know, no problem, Dr. M. Right. So it works. So, Carla, I want to thank you for coming and sitting on the couch. Look, thank we you had our first in-house guest. We speak life with Erica Nicole. You, mm -hmm. Anybody knows, one, it's just my passion mm -hmm. um, to see women win. And that's why I started this podcast because I knew I had something to say and I knew I had a unique voice mm -hmm. but i also knew i had a dope tribe oh, and yes. those Absolutely. everybody mm -hmm. needs a place mm -hmm. to be the light shine though yes. mm -hmm. and if you know me you know me you know i'm about wake pray shine mm -hmm. oh there you are i was talking about you i ain't gonna call your name but you know i was talking about you. i see you popped up <laughs> um but everybody knows I'm about my, my movement is Wake, Pray, Shine. And it's really just about waking up and realizing who you are and what your purpose is. Right. Pray is about seeking God and finding direction because you are not going to take a leap without some guidance. Right. right. So that guidance has to be him. But then the shine, the shine is really about owning your space in this world and holding space for another person. When I shine with Carla did not shine her light. When I stepped to her and asked her, like, how you ain't got no job? When she, her light was shining for me to see it. And it helped me navigate out of J-O-B, just over broke. I'm sorry, that, <laughs> that's my story, right? That's mm -hmm. my, It might not be your story. You may want to have a side hustle or something like that. But for me, I always knew I wasn't to have a job. Mm -hmm. Like if you looked at my resume, even in corporate America, mm -hmm. it was two to three years and then I had to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm what they call a change agent. So I would go in and fix stuff. And after it was fixed, I would be bored and I'd be ready to go do something else. Mm -hmm. And that was just it. Mm -hmm. And one day I heard, I never forget, I heard Anthony Robbins uh, speaking and he mm -hmm. talked about that. Mm -hmm. And he said, and when I realized I was not called to work, mm -hmm. yeah. I, that's when I found my freedom. And mm -hmm. so... Mm -hmm. Thank God to this young lady here, <laughs> May 4th, yeah. 2018. Mm -hmm. I got my freedom because of that conversation. So thank you, thank you, you thank you. Yeah. So guys, you have listened to episode 91. I'm changing the name, right? It's going to be Beyond the Stethoscope. <laughs> we, we, it was more than just a nurse, but it really mm -hmm. is Beyond the Stethoscope mm -hmm. because nurses are people too, and we have so much to offer. And this really isn't just about nursing. This is about medical assistance, CMA, CNAs, respiratory, physical therapists, occupational therapy, whatever capacity you serve in, it's a service. 
it is a service to those that you are called to mm -hmm. and you are more than just that mm -hmm. right you were going to say something no, i'm going to say just people in general like we you know get we we get in these positions or have these jobs and they teach us skills take those skills use those outside of your job use those people need those and so use the skills and tools that you've learned. You know, you work people are, you know, doing, like we said, logistics and case management and social work. Use those skills to work outside mm -hmm. of that job. You know, what is it they say? A job is like the. I um, mean, it's, it's, it's on the job training. On it's experience. You're getting paid. To, right. I, I, when I look back, I would never forget when I entered mm -hmm. into the nursing field. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of my work mm -hmm. in long term care. Every job mm -hmm. certification class they offered me, mm -hmm. I took it. Mm -hmm. I took it. Mm -hmm. I was a, a wound care nurse. I was Medicare skilled nurse. Mm -hmm. I did MDSs. I, you name it. If you gonna train me mm -hmm. and pay me, oh, I'm finna go get it. Mm -hmm. And so they say a job is just a check and a, uh, you know, a check and you know, like a nine to five for you mm -hmm. for you for you to live someone else's dream. That job is. And so, what are you gonna do to you know? When are you gonna step out on faith and jump That's to, live, it. to live your dream? So either you are gonna you're gonna work a job and get paid to build somebody else's right. dream, yes. uh -huh. or you're gonna take that experience, the gifts, the talents, and the abilities that God granted you, right. and you are going to go and create your dream. Mm -hmm. And so, right. mm -hmm. in the words of Carla, what she say, just jump, just mm -hmm. just like do it. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's I highly encourage you guys. Thank mm -hmm. you for joining us for this live recording episode episode ninety one. Mm -hmm. Um, live or on YouTube and Facebook on my page and Carter's page and over on Wake Pray Shine. It will also be live on the audio version will be live on the podcast platform Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, you name it. We're on all the platforms. Guys, your girl has been nominated again for Podcaster of the Year. Yeah. Look, let me pull it out because I don't even remember um, it's, I want to say the name of this organization correctly. I am so super excited. It is called Inspire You Awards, and I've been nominated again for Podcaster of the Year. So it is time to vote again. I have not heard Speak Up, Speak Up, Sis. Um, I won't know that one until I go to that gala. Mm -hmm. So we'll keep y'all posted on that when I am a finalist, but they will not tell us who won until then. So we are voting on this one. And hey, keep those nominations coming, guys, so I can keep serving and keep showing up. God is opening doors. We're having some amazing, amazing interviews, some amazing, amazing teaching, and it ain't over. Mm -hmm. So check out the podcast. Go back and listen. Make sure you go and subscribe on the YouTube page. Connect with Carla. If you're a nurse yes. and you are interested in the gala, um, in the cruise, mm -hmm. if you are in the medical field, you want to connect. So I'm going to be working with her too. Some ideas popped in my head. So we're going to talk <laughs> about that a little bit. But guys, we are out of here. Have an amazing, amazing day. We'll catch you next week for episode 92. See you later.